Hello, everyone, and welcome to Secret Keepers Club. Thank you for tuning in. I'm so happy that you're here. My name is Carly Aquilino, and I'm your host. And we have a great episode for you today. Bunch of emails that you all sent into secretkeepersclub at gmail.com that we're going to get to. Have a couple things I want to chit chat with the girls about. And yeah, I hope everybody had a great weekend, having a great week. Keep the vibes up, girls. Summertime vibes. Summertime vibes. Go outside, get a little bit of sun, listen to your favorite song make a freaking mocktail or a cocktail. I'm not driving. (laughs) Hey, I'm not driving. I'm not driving. My friends, like it's become such a thing because that's like one of the bits I do when we're at restaurants. Like the waiter will be like, do you guys want bread? I'm like, I'm not driving. Any, any chance I get, I just can't not say I'm not driving when I'm at a restaurant. And it is funny to me, especially because the waiter or waitress, like the server never has laughed in the history of me doing this bit. And that's why I continue doing it because I think it's funny. (laughs) I don't know. Even just thinking about it right now is getting me, getting me so silly. Hey, do you want tap water? Yeah, I'm not driving. (laughs) I hope you had a great weekend. I um, had so much fun this weekend. On Friday, me and my friends went to this place that is so cute in the city. If you live in New York, you should go. Or if you're visiting New York and want a little something to do, it's it's a place called Happy Medium. And it's pretty much like you go there and you do crafts. Like it's like the way at a restaurant, everybody would order their own like food, right? But you order what crafts you want to do. So you could do like watercolor, you could do... Uh, I think they have collages and we all did clay and it was so much freaking fun. I made a little clay cowboy boot and I made, uh, I I would say it's a catch-all dish. You know, you think you're creative and then you have like a slab of clay in front of you and you're like, I literally don't know what to make. I'm not sure, but it's like air dry clay. So you don't have to like use the wheel or like put it in the kiln or anything like that. But That was just so much stinking fun. Last night I went out for drinks with my bestie and I met a few secret keepers. Hi, you guys. Hi, special shout out to Marissa because she's the cutest cutie to ever do it. Um, and I just love her so much. She's so cute. One thing about the people that listen to this podcast, you guys are damn cute. You're, You're so freaking cute. I can't even get enough of you, but so yeah, that was my weekend. It's Sunday. I'm recording this in the middle of the day. I just watched the documentary on HBO, which is now called Max, by the way, which pisses me off when things change and I have to remember a password and I have to log in. I have to download another fucking app. I get pissed. But HBO is now called Max and they had a they have a documentary called Bama Rush, which is a very specific um, <laughs> I would I would say it's niche for the people that care about it. But I care about it because I was obsessed with, and I know when the uh, when these things first started going viral, I talked about it on the podcast, but I was obsessed with these like Bama Rush TikToks, okay? It was like my entire feed on TikTok for months. And it's these little girls that are, um, you know, trying to get into these sororities in Alabama. And they are just like in it, the their world is so fascinating to me. Like I am their number one fan too. Like they are honestly, to me, the, the girls that were in like Bama rush, like those TikToks, especially the first 
like time around where it went viral. They are freaks to me. They are. And I'm sorry. I know that you wouldn't picture those girls being freaks, but to me, they're freaks because they're like so prim and proper and they're like old Southern women, but they're like 18 years old and they all dress the same and they all act the same. And they're like, have the same hair and they shop at the same stores. And what they were doing was like all things revolving around them rushing. So it was like, this is my outfit for the day. Right. And you already know it's a, you already know it's a sundress, like a white eyelet sundress with a ruffle sleeve (laughs) and a little platform sandal, a little beige platform sandal and some statement earrings. You know what I'm saying? Like it gives that. So I was obsessed with these girls. Cause I'm like, I don't even know what fucking planet they're on to me. They're aliens. Cause I'm not like that. I know I would, it's just so not anyone that I've ever known in my life. Um, and they all shopped at this place called, they would be like, they would be like, hi y'all. So this is what I'm wearing a rush day too. Right. And they're so fucking cute. And they're like, they all shopped at the pants store. It was called. And the way I had to do a deep dive on the pants store, I'm like, what is the pants store? Do they just sell pants? But they don't. They sell a lot of other things, clothing and accessories. Anywho, not sponsored by the pants store, but what a fucking name of a store. I would just not shop there because it's too embarrassing to say that that's where it's from. What are my girlies in Alabama wearing? Like, do you guys shop at the pants store? What's going on? But anywho, uh, these uh, TikToks went viral the last few years, and now there's a HBO Max uh, documentary about it. And I was watching it this morning and I'm like, wow, it really is sad too, because I, I think it's so, um, uh, sororities. I don't really understand. I, I understand the thought of like, I want automatic, like an automatic, like group of friends that of people who are like-minded people who, you know, I don't even know what they, you know, they have school spirit. I don't know what they have. Couldn't be me. Cause I never went to college. But it's not genuine, the friendships, right? And these poor girls, that's what they're talking about. They're all insecure. They're talking about they just want friends. They're talking about they're insecure about their bodies and they have to, they like train. They like train to do these interviews and the interviews are being held by 21 year old kids. You're like, what the hell is going on? It's just such a weird life. I don't know. I can't imagine competing to get into like a friend group, but they take it so serious. It's like the freaking mafia over there in Alabama. Um, but yeah, wow. I was so excited to watch that. I also, uh, finally finished, finished succession. I know the final episode was last week, but I didn't get a chance to watch. And I finally finished that. I'm not going to lie to you. The ending, the ending I liked in some ways, but it wasn't all that I wanted it to be. I'm not going to give anything away. And I wish I could because I, you guys already know that the person I love the most won, you know, but I don't know. There's some other things about it that I wasn't crazy about. What can you do? But that's the end of succession. So I need a show. And I got a lot of emails and DMS from you guys saying that I need to watch the queer ultimatum which I will watch. I just am like, do I want to get into another fucking reality show at this point? I mean, come on. Anywho, you guys, enough of me chit-chatting and hitting my, hitting my elf bar. I have, um, I wear, 
I'm just seeing myself in the monitor right now. I wear those um, pimple patches that are like stars. They're like gold stars. They're called star face. And I have so many, I don't know what it is, but I broke out last week. Like just, I, my skin just broke out. And I have so many on that I'm starting to look like the flag for the European Union, the European Union, not the European Union, but I have about seven of them on my face. I'm like, how many do I need before I become a flag? Anywho, let's get to these emails that you all sent into secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. Here we go. We're jumping into it. This one says, am I stupid? Uh Uh-oh. Hey, Carly and the cutie kitties. Just want to say I love listening to your podcast on my walks and long car rides. Oh, thank you so much. You have me laughing out loud. Probably people probably think I'm a schizo. Anywho, I have a list of things that I can mention to you because I'm chaotic, but aren't we all? So basically, I'll try and make this short. I dated this guy for almost two years of college. We broke up at the end of junior year in parentheses, stupid on his part. I agree which was last summer. We talked off and on all summer and heading back to school. I was hoping not to crack. Obviously I did. We were hooking up on and off all semester, which was really confusing. Like you either want me or you don't. Over our winter break, he called me drunk and said, I love you and all of this bullshit. I didn't get a follow-up within the next few days. So I texted him basically being like, tell me how it is and stop toying with me like this. He basically was like, we should be friends. I'll always care about you. Blah, blah, blah. Bullshit. So then I left it at that. I went into another semester, basically avoiding him at all costs. I even got into a relationship with somebody else, but all I could do was think about him. Awful to admit it, but you know how it is. We talked on a few occasions in March, and then in April, I went to talk to him. And Carly, tell me why this guy was professing his love to me. Girl, I'm going to tell you why he's professing his love to you. Because you ignored him. You moved on. You said, I am that girl and I'm going on to bigger and better things. You need to avoid them. When they, when they're not giving you, he's telling you that he's not, oh wait, let me finish the email before I go on a rant. Okay. He said he had to remove himself from my story so that he wouldn't see me. I mean, do guys really get down that bad? I was caught off guard. He also told me I was his closest friend and losing someone like me, which was a huge mistake. Like, yeah, no shit, Sherlock. The other guy I was with, that ended messily, of course, story within itself. So after all of that, um, my ex and I had been talking uh, for the rest of the semester and we were basically still together. As we left school, he did drop that he loves me and always will. Okay. Fast forward to now, I have graduated college. Yes, I'm an educated girly and I got a job. Oh, congrats. It is remote, so I'm planning on moving to a city where all my closest friends will be by mid-August. Trigger warning, the X-Man will also be there. I plan to visit friends prior to my move, and he and I have talked about seeing each other as well when I'm in town. We talked every day um, and over the phone occasionally. Sorry, guys. I drank drank out of my 64-ounce stainless steel water bottle too fast, and now I kind of have the hiccups. We talked about taking it slow the first time and we low-key sped into dating, talking about the future way too much, gross. And I was like, this makes me literally want to vomit. Everything has been great. I have no reason to think that it won't continue, especially since we will be in the same city. I was his first quote unquote love. 
And so I feel like I'll always be that girl to him. Basically, I just want your piece of advice. Am I being stupid? Probably. I don't know. Should I ask what the freak is going on between us? Ew, I refuse to do that, but I probably should. Please help your girl out. I just want an unbiased opinion. Um, let's see. And then I have pictures. Oh, oh, she sent me a picture of them too. Let's see. Let me, let me see this. Okay. You're a million times better looking than that's, that's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. And it's never not that it's never not that girls. Okay. And I'm not saying anything bad about him. Okay. But yeah, at this point, you guys have had an on and off for so long. And at this point, you're doing yourself an injustice by not knowing what the situation is, because whether we like to admit it or not, when we're still connected to somebody or when we're being hopeful that somebody's going to pull through and want to be with us and all of this stuff, when we're holding on to hope, we're not a hundred percent open to other possibilities with other people. So it's like, you know, to me, it's just like, tell me what it is so that I can choose what I want. Because in the scenario that you're in right now, he has all the power. So get rid of it. So, so you have to like level the playing field and just say, listen, where do you see this going? Do you see a future with me? You know, we've been saying we love each other. We've had this back and forth for years and years. What are we doing here? Because you're allowed to ask that you're allowed to know what somebody's intentions with you are. Otherwise, you're going to kick yourself in the ass if it's not what you're envisioning it to be. You're going to say, I should have just fucking asked him. One thing about this, though, like, and I always feel like I say this, but I really have to drive the point home. There's nothing you could say to the right person that's going to make them walk away from you. So if having that conversation scares him to a point where he's like, whoa, you're acting crazy, not her asking questions. Okay, then goodbye. Goodbye. Kiss the peach. Nobody cares. Um, and that's that. Let's see. Keep us posted on that though, because I can't see my girls getting played. I really can't. I hate it. Okay, you guys, just a quick word from our friends. Secret Keepers Club is sponsored by BetterHelp. We are not telling you to be selfish, but we are telling you to stop giving all of your energy away to others. Remember to take care of yourself with BetterHelp. BetterHelp's online therapy lets you find balance and take time to focus on what you need. You guys cannot stress this enough. I always talk about it. Our mental health is so important, and a lot of times we put other people before us, and we can't be doing that. We can't be doing that because... Your life is just all around better if you feel better mentally. So BetterHelp is completely online. You can do therapy when and where it works for you, whether it's under the covers in your bed or in the car in between appointments. Getting started is easy. Just take a quick survey about your preferences and BetterHelp will match you with a licensed therapist. If your first therapist isn't a perfect fit, you can easily switch at any time at no extra charge. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash secretkeepers today to get 10% off your first month. Stanley, Stanley wants in on it. That's better. H E L P dot com slash secret keepers, betterhelp.com slash secret keepers. Okay. This one says questions for the potty. 
Hi, gorgeous and stunning queen and the beautiful sweet princes. Oh, wow. What an intro. I have two questions that are completely unrelated. Number one, what do you do on bad body image days, especially if you're in a bikini and not feeling your best? I'm going on vacation soon, but I haven't been feeling great about my body lately and I don't want to ruin my vacation. Okay. Since these two questions are not related, I'll answer um, this one first. So you want to know what has really helped me just like in general, I feel like we're so hard on ourselves, especially when it comes to like summertime, you're wearing a bathing suit, you're in front of people, you're going to the beach, you're going on vacation, whatever. Like nobody is thinking about everyone's so in their head. Nobody's thinking about what I'm wearing, what I'm doing, what my body looks like, except for me. It, it, it's just not because everyone's so in their own head. Everyone's worrying about the way they look. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, nobody's even thinking about it like that. And don't let it ruin your trip. You know, there's been so many times and I wonder if anybody else can relate to this, but there's been so many times where I'm having days where I'm like, oh my God, I feel like shit. Like, I don't like the way I look in this outfit. And then I'll look back on pictures and be like, I looked amazing that day. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're just so hard on ourselves and there's nothing that we could really do. Um, other than just going like, fuck it. I feel good. I look good. I'm wearing what makes me feel pretty or what I'm, fe- what I feel comfortable in it. You know, that's all that matters, but we're too hot. We- Why can't I fucking talk today? <laughs> oh no, not Tony. Tony. <laughs> we're so hard on all ourselves. Jesus. Jeez Louise. Uh, but yeah, don't beat yourself up over anything. You look great. Something so vulnerable about being in a bikini, though. I mean, it's like my whole my whole <laughs> freaking vajayjay's out, you know? But nobody's nobody's checking it out like that. We're our biggest critics. And the second question is, how did you start stand-up? I've always wondered how comedians get into it because it's not like there are stand-up classes or anything. There actually are stand-up classes, at least that I um, know of. What's the process of writing material like? Was it really scary when you first started going up? I'm just so curious. Love you and all the girlies. Love you too. Um, So there are stand-up classes. There's not like a class where it teaches you how to be a comedian, but there's kind of these like, classes where it's a group of people who either are new into stand-up or want to get into stand-up. And I took one of these classes in the beginning. Is it something I would do if I had to do it over again? Probably not because it was kind of just like, it was kind of just like a teacher telling you the ins and outs of how to get into stand-up. And the teacher is pretty much like, write jokes, go do as many open mics as you can, Um, And you would like practice in front of your class. So you, and then at the end of the class, you would do like a graduation show, which is like, you know, everybody brings people to the, you know, you bring your, invite your family, whatever. But you would do stand up in front of the class. And then, um, you know, the teacher would give you notes, like you seem nervous, whatever. Um, Not really about your material in and of itself. And the process of writing, it's definitely different for everybody. But for me, I, if I have an idea of something that I feel 
um, I want to write a joke about that I feel would be relatable to people. I'll write it down and then kind of just like flesh it out with bullet points and then work it out usually on stage. But some people like to have it all written out verbatim. But for me, as long as I know the premise of the joke and where I want it to end, like the punchline of it, I can figure out the middle, um, like on stage, but it's different for everybody. Some people just go up with an idea and they just wing it and, and see where it could go. I think that the, um, not really the pressure, but the spontaneity of being on stage ends up like you access things that you can't really access. If you were to sit down and go like, I'm writing about this. Um, cause it's just like more off the top of your head and it ends up being funnier that way. Okay, you guys, just a quick word from our friends. This week's Secret Keepers Club is sponsored by Osea. You guys know I love Osea. When you're already sweating in the summer heat, the last thing you want on your body is a lotion that makes you feel sticky. Osea's new Undaria Collagen Body Lotion is perfect for warm weather. It absorbs instantly and delivers lasting hydration without stickiness or residue. Dries so quick that you can get dressed in seconds after applying it without worrying about it messing up your outfit. It's so crazy because before I even read this, I had tried it. They had sent me a bottle of it and I tried it yesterday for the first time. And I was like, oh my God, this is so nice and fresh and light. And I just absolutely love it because you guys know I'm a sweaty Betty. You guys know if I have a thick cream on, that's it for me, really. I'm going to be sweating my butt off the entire day. So I really, really love this stuff. Packed with collagen, hyaluronic acid, peptides, and undaria seaweed, it is great for your skin and for the planet. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate neutral, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Get hydrated, healthy skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare and body care from Osea. And right now, we have a special discount just for our listeners. It's 10% off your first order site-wide with code secret at oceamalibu.com but that is not all you get an extra 10% off plus free shipping when you have your favorite products delivered on repeat with their subscribe and save program head to oseamalibu.com and use code secret let's see oh gosh okay this one says the man with one towel and no bath mat okay Hey, Carly and the cutie kitties. I need to share the story with you about a guy that I dated a few months ago. I was staying at his place for a few days. He was going to school about four hours for me. So I did a little weekend trip. So the time comes for me to take a shower and he looks at me and says, did you bring a towel? What? I go, um, well, I didn't think I would need to tell me why this grown ass man had one towel, a uh, red flag. He's out girl. He's out. I hope you never saw him again after this. He told me that I had to wait while he put it in the washing machine so that we could both use one towel. Oh my God. I was literally in shock. Like, how is this even possible? So anyway, (laughs) I wait for the towel to be washed and I shower, not realizing right away that this man doesn't have a bath mat. Go figure. Of course he doesn't have a bath mat. You think he has a bath mat? The towel is the bath mat and the towel. Like, If someone has one, do you know how unhinged you have to be to be in the store and at your house, let's crunch some numbers here at your house. You have zero towels, right? You have nothing, nothing at all. 
and you say, I'm going to go to the store today and I'm going to buy a towel. I'm going to buy some towels for, for my bathroom. And you're in the store knowing that you have no towels at home and you take one off the fucking shelf and you just buy that one. You are not buying any like any necessities for your home at that point. You're not you don't have a bath mat. The bath mat is the towel. And by the way, these are the types of guys you have to send me a picture of them because I'm like, is he really hot? But anywho, no, no, that's it. That's it. Ugh. Okay, wait, let's see. She says, I was in shock. Like, how is that possible? I wait for the towel. He doesn't have a bath mat, right? I'm stepping out of the shower. I slip and fall on my golden peach. Not you falling. Of course you fell. No traction down there. He had to come pick me up off the floor. <laughs> Girl, stop. And I ended up bruising my tailbone. No. To make matters worse, after I got up, he told me that I had to be more careful. <laughs> like, sir, shouldn't you have an equipped bathroom? Anyway, I literally went home that day and never went back and because I couldn't believe it. He still hits me up every once in a while and I just laugh because, sir, why are you calling me? Go to literally any store and buy some towels and a gosh darn bath mat before you injure me more and before you injure more women in this city. Oh, my God. Anyway, I hope this gave you a laugh. Girl. I cannot even stand it. Also, like if you order towel, like if you go in like whatever Bed Bath & Beyond, which by the way is closing, they're having a huge sale, girls. Bed Bath & Beyond is closing all of the stuff on sale. That's not sponsored. That's just because I have some, you know, I got to go to the damn store. But um, I'm actually dreading going to the store because I'm like, when a store like that has a sale, all the creatures come out. Am I one of them? Yes, but it's different. All the creatures, all the, all the little creatures start coming out in there and they're all in bed, bath and beyond before you know it. Buying some shit you would never buy. You want to know my favorite part? And I'm so sorry because I'm getting derailed. Like I'm derailing from the podcast right now, but my favorite part and arguably the best part of bed, bath and beyond, I'm going to tell you right now, the as seen on TV section. Find me in there. I'm fucking in that section. Are you guys crazy? There's no better. Do you, did the mall that you went to like have the as seen on TV store? Because girl, the way I would go there and drop a hundred dollars when I had absolutely no fucking money. I'm like, I need to go to the as seen on TV store and buy all the shit. I had a slap and chop. I had a, um, that disgusting silicone bowl that you would like, ew, it was honestly so gross. I'm actually going to be sick even talking about it, but it was like a silicone bowl. And like the, the premise of it, the premise of it, the point of it was like, you could put eggs in it and it like cooks the eggs perfectly. Right. And you cook it in the microwave. So, so gross. And it tasted literally like rubber. Did I try it? Yeah. It tasted like rubber. And then I bought those cups. (laughs) This is so weird. Okay. I bought those like little molds. They were like kind of like, uh, they're just like little, it's like a tray of little molds and it's to make, uh, bacon bowls, but like the actual shape of a bowl, but it's bacon. And yes, I purchased that. I saw that. I said, add to car. I'll put my little scrambled eggs from the, from the silicone thing inside the bacon bowl. And that's what we call breakfast ladies. Okay. Disgusting. 
disgusting, but I love garbage. I just love buying shit that just has absolutely. What else did I have? Oh, I had the Vegetti. Did you guys have a Vegetti? Even thinking about it, I'm smoking a cigarette. It's giving me a it's giving me a head rush over here. Thinking about the ad scene on TV section. Woo! Gotta go. I'm I'm going this week. I'm going to Bed Bath and Beyond. Anywho, the point of what I was saying was Bed Bath and Beyond. You can buy if you're buying stuff online. Target, Bed Bath and Beyond, Amazon, whatever. You get like a pack of towels. What type of psycho would get one towel? I have my set of towels that are like my nice towels, and then I have because like. I have this thing, like you never throw out uh, towels or sheets because you're always going to need them. Always have like at least an extra set of sheets when you think like, oh, I'm never going to use these again. You will. But I have extra towels from my uh, from my old apartment. That you got to keep your freaking towels. You, you need more than one. Anywho. Sorry. We also have our babies over at Daily Harvest. When you've had a super long day, cooking a healthy meal from scratch is easier said than done. For something that's both nutritious and quick, Daily Harvest has you covered. They deliver delicious smoothies, flatbread, soups, harvest bowls, and more right to your doorstep with incredible meals made from sustainably sourced fruits and vegetables. Greasy takeout is a thing of the past. You guys know I always try and eat my healthiest when I'm home, and I think you know, something like Daily Harvest is just like such an easy way to make sure that you're ticking all the boxes and you're feeling fresh for the summertime. Okay. Cause we're summertime girlies over here. So you really can have healthy food fast. Daily Harvest works directly with farmers to source the best ingredients and freeze them at their peak ripeness for maximum flavor and nutrients. I really, really like their, um, I've tried all of their stuff, but I really like their smoothies too, just to have on hand. Their soups are really great. Um, eating delicious, nutritious, and easy to prep meals has never been easier thanks to Daily Harvest. Go to dailyharvest.com slash secret keepers to get up to $65 off your first box. That's dailyharvest.com slash secret keepers for to $65 off your first box. Dailyharvest.com slash secret keepers. Oh, oh, this one just came in two minutes ago. Let's see. Let's see. This one says British boy, please read ASAP. <laughs> I've never read something more ASAP on this podcast than I am right now because this just came in and it was at the top of the list. Um, Day one listener, love you so much, would die for you. Okay, girl. Okay, here we go. I went overseas for my cousin's wedding last week and I met a cute little chap from London. Please say that in your British accent. (laughs) One thing led to another. Mm -hmm. Let me guess what the next part of this sentence is going to be. One thing led to another. Okay. And we banged. Of course you did. Okay, of course. Now I'm in love with him, even though if he was American, I probably wouldn't have batted an eye at him. So here's where it gets fun. We talked briefly once and then I was like, I really like this man. But yesterday I got drunk, deleted him on Instagram. So we no longer follow each other. And I texted him and told him that it's better if we don't communicate anymore because (laughs) girl, you are such a freaking hoot. Okay. It, <laughs> not you making problems out of nothing. It's better if we don't communicate anymore because I have feelings for him. And now I feel so stupid, especially because after talking to my cousin, 
He said that this London boy is actually a genuine person and might have even been interested in me. What should I do? Should I text him and say sorry for being crazy and start over? Or should I just let it go considering that we live across the Atlantic Ocean and from each other and I should probably just drop it. But I think I love him. What do you think? Mm -hmm. I attach a screenshot of the conversation and a picture from the wedding that we took. Oh, you guys are cute. Wait, I feel like this is a genuine connection just by looking at your pictures. There's something about it. I don't know. I feel like we need to revisit that. She says, um, you can read the combo on the potty. Uh, he was traveling to America conventionally in PA. Uh, I'm sorry. It says conventionally in PA where I live. So maybe I could see him again. I don't know. I think she, she meant conveniently, but you guys know, I can't, uh, I'm Ron Burgundy. I have to just read things the way they're written. Um, so I guess I could see him again. Can't see him now though, because I'm traveling currently. I don't know if that makes any sense. Love you so much. XOXOXO. Okay. Hold on. So let's read the combo. (laughs) Okay. She says, I really don't do casual sex and I'm honestly kind of a softy, even though I try and pretend like I'm not but my feelings are hurt and I kind of just want to close this chapter here. I do truly wish you the best. Not you talking British. I do truly wish you the best vibes, but I'd rather we just cut it off from any type of communication. If you were expecting anything differently, I don't know, not to be weird, but I just prefer not to be a dick and ignore a person safe travels and have fun in America. XO girl. (laughs) Why? Why did you do that? You are being so freaking silly. And he said, oh, shit, I didn't mean to hurt you, but whatever you want and think is best for you. I genuinely enjoyed our time together. So don't be scared to ever reach out again. I'll be on the other end. Oh, my God. This guy is so nice. I think that's your husband, girl. So, okay, did you did you listen? And and I'm not judging you because I've done stuff like this before because it's really scary Cause it's so rare to have strong feelings for somebody, right? Especially when you first meet, you met in this organic way and it's romantic and you were on a trip and you guys hooked up and blah, blah, blah. Listen, we, we've all read the story before. Okay. We've all been there before at some point. So it's so rare to have these types of feelings for somebody that you kind of get scared and start to back away before anything can really happen. Right. Cause we get in our own way. We're like, Oh, Uh uh-oh, this person has, you know, the capability of really hurting me. So instead of that happening, I'm just going to go, right? So I've been there before and I've definitely done shit like this where I'm like, listen, (laughs) I literally have been like, listen, I like you. So please fuck off, right? Like I actually like you and you're making me feel a type of way that I don't want to fucking feel. I don't want to feel this way. I want to go back to not feeling anything because the way that you're making me feel is honestly so scary that I want to never see you again. And I wish I never met you. Okay. So I totally get where you're coming from, girl. But I think what we're going to do is we're going to text him and we're going to say, listen, at this point, you have to be blatantly honest because he's going to think like you're a little unhinged. If you just start just, hey, how are you? (laughs) No, you have to go like this. You have to go, listen, I have really strong, uh, maybe not really strong feelings for you. 
you just say, listen, I really like you. And I know that us being together is something that, um, is kind of unrealistic or would be very difficult. So I, I said what I said because I'm scared, um, that I'm going to get hurt. Maybe just leave it at that. Just say, listen, I, I'm sorry. I feel like an asshole. I, I sent you that message because I'm really afraid of getting hurt. And I really like you period, you know, something along those lines. Right. And he's going to go, Oh, I really like you too. And I really think, you know, oh, see you baby. Now I'm in America pipes. Right. Ugh. my God. What the hell? But I think his response was really mature and you definitely like, he's definitely one thing about him. He's confused. <laughs> Uh oh. Oh no. Hold on. I gotta hook my mic up. I laughed so hard. I I laughed so hard I disconnected my damn microphone. Okay, so he is confused right now, but it's okay. I think it's completely understandable. I think that you can you can come back from this. Seems like he really likes you too. And I don't know, the picture of you guys together, I don't know. And you guys know I don't really say that. Something's, uh, it's it's giving something. Oh my God, you guys. I have to tell you guys something actually so embarrassing. This is my embarrassing story of the week. I had a psychic reading. Um, The psychic that I had heard about, I had made an appointment a while ago. I'm like, all right, let's, you know, let's see. She scammed me. You have to be so careful with the psychics that you go to because, you know, I was thinking about it too. And I'm like, if somebody like, I've been going to psychics since I was like a kid, which is like such a weird thing to say, but it's true. So like, I know which ones are full of shit and which ones aren't. And I think if people um, have never been to one before, they might actually go, oh, wow, this person really knows me. And it's like, no, they're just like, kind of reading your energy. They're reading your responses. They're asking you questions and then kind of piggybacking off of it. Like there's been times where like, I've gone to a psychic and they're like, Oh, who's the guy? It's like, okay, what a fucking open question. First of all, which guy? Cause I don't have a boyfriend. I have a football team. You know what I'm saying? Which one girl, you got to be more specific than that. You're the psychic. Why don't you tell me which guy? Anywho, she had no fucking idea. And I and I always make a appointment under a different name so that they can't like Google me and then like, you know, just like know everything about my fucking life because I'm I have a podcast where I talk about my damn butthole. So trying to think oh so she's like oh is there like an a name i'm like no she's like c no j no k no this bitch went through the whole damn alphabet it was giving sesame street okay and i'm like oh i I immediately knew that's it because you want to know where what she did too and i'm such a fucking i'm so good at like snaking people out she had first asked me like when we first got on She's like, what? Uh, how old are you? And I said, I'm 32. And she's like, oh, OK, OK, OK. And then she like was doing this thing where she was closing her eyes and like pretending that fucking ghosts were talking to her. Right. 
<laughs> Imagine pretending that for a living. Like, girl, keep the money. Go to therapy. So anywho, I had told her my age and she's like, okay. She's like, I see a lot of bickering uh, back and forth between friends. Like it's because someone's getting married and, and um, it's like stressing the whole group out. And she was doing that. First of all, no, that's not going on in my life at all. But like she was doing that because the majority of women that are in their thirties or is early thirties, it's like, okay, one, the odds of one of her friends being, you know, in the middle of, you know, an engagement or about to get married, or there's drama within the friend group because of it, or they feel like, cause she had also said, Oh, your friend that's getting married. There's distance between you. I'm like, girl, none of my friends are getting fucking married. <laughs> none of us are engaged. So we're going to go ahead and stop bringing that up because you're wrong you know, you're wrong. So that was that. And then she was like, can I see a picture of your parents? So I'm like, oh, that's weird, but okay. Cause like at this point we're doing it for the plot. We're doing it for the bit. Right. So I show her the picture of my parents and she's like, "Mm -hmm." and like, again, getting messages from spirit, closing her fucking eyes. And she's like, okay, so I'm seeing, do you want to know what she said? She was seeing after I showed her a picture of, of my parents. She said, I'm seeing like Sunday sauce. Like I'm seeing, (laughs) I'm like, not you. She's like, it's like, it's, it's giving Italian, you know, it's, it's very Italian. I'm like, not you predicting, not the spirits telling you that I'm Italian after I send you a picture of my parents who are just like very tan white people. Hello. You got to be better than that. And then she like, of course, they always like will be like, okay, so your your uh your grandparents are no longer with us. Yeah, otherwise they would be 90 fucking five years old. So hello. Oh, there was another thing that I was me and my me and my bestie were laughing about. What was it? <laughs> I don't know. She was just like so full of shit. Um, so just be careful. I don't know what made me think of that, but. Oh, maybe because you, maybe because you, um, sent me that picture and she, and she, that was what she gathered from the picture of my parents. I don't know why she would want to see a picture of my parents. She was like, this is your biological family. I'm like, yeah, aren't you a psychic? I feel like I need a a recommendation. I don't know what's been going on. I didn't go to psychics for years and years. In the last like year, I feel like I've, I got a couple of readings. So if you guys have any good ones, I don't know. Why do I, why do I keep going to them? I don't know. Sorry guys. I was putting down my uh, 64 ounce stainless steel water bottle. Anywho, this one says help. Hi, Carly and the sweet sirs. First of all, I love you and wish you could be my IRL BFF and hope that I can meet you someday when you come back on tour, kiss right on the freaking lips. Anyway, as I'm typing this, I'm realizing that it is so embarrassing to write into the <laughs> asking for advice. Okay. Uh, oh, well, I'll get right into it. I'm writing in because I've been living with my boyfriend for just over a year. Love him lots. And he compliments me. Well, we recently, um, Develop, he recently developed a new hobby, which is rock climbing. Ugh. And he has been spending a lot more time doing it. I'm happy that he's found something that he really enjoys and a little community of friends to do it with. He's also invited me to take it up as well, but it's not exactly my cup of tea. I hear you, sister. No, thank you. 
Um, she says it might seem silly and I could sound like a freak, but the difficulty I've been facing with this is the amount of time during the week he's been spending on his hobbies and the lack of time he's been spending helping around the house. He is a man, um, in parentheses, vomit emoji after all. So he isn't huge on housework or cooking, um, and is content with eating frozen pizza every day. I find myself getting more and more agitated when he's coming home late and I have to ask him, um, to make it more of a priority to help me out instead uh, with making dinner and doing chores. He always says that he will make more of an effort, but usually it just results in the same routines. And at the most, him telling me not to worry about the responsibilities, he'll get the chores, order, takeout, et cetera. But your girl needs to eat a gosh darn vegetable occasionally and some support around the house. Another piece of the puzzle here is that I often end up feeling like he leaves me less time to focus on my own hobbies and enjoyment after work. I know this isn't 100% on me, but I am struggling finding the time to balance everything and ensuring that I'm taking time for myself after my nine to five. Um, it doesn't help that although I have some really wonderful friends, most of them have moved about an hour away where I live from where I live currently. So it isn't easy for me to have a little kiki with the girlies on a random weekday, unlike my boyfriend who is close to all of his friends and is always making more uh, because of all of his charming social butterfly. Okay. So she says, so furthermore, to summarize, in short, I have three main questions. Number one, any tips on how to make life easier during the week regarding meal prep, cooking, and chores? I know it sounds simple, but my ADHD brain really makes it tough to efficiently accomplish tasks sometimes. And I'm looking to maximize my time and prioritize doing what makes me happy while still feeling like I do not live in complete disarray. Number two, how do I communicate further with my boyfriend the importance of his support around the house without seeming like I'm nagging? I don't want uh, any resentment to build up, and I feel like it's more important for us to have structure in a place where we can consider buying a home and starting a family together. Number three, how do I possibly build new local friendships, especially as the summer approaches? I would love to connect with any fellow secret keepers in Rhode Island. Okay, girls, send emails if you live in Rhode Island. I love Rhode Island. She says, so we can hit the beach, soak up the sun, giggle together, and sip cocktails on our patios. Please share any advice you have and feel free to pass my info along to the girls. I hope this wasn't an unnecessarily long putrid stream of consciousness. I appreciate you you and the community that you've built. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, Let's see. Oh, and then I got a cat picture. Oh, oh, that's a chonker. She's cute. So we have a chonky gray cat. Let's see what else. A black cat. I love getting pictures of black cats because it's so cute how you can only see their eyes. Like it's literally a shadow with eyes. So freaking cute. Oh, and two orange cats. Jesus Christ. You've got a lot of cats over there, huh, girl? So, okay, let's, so the first question was how to make life easier during the week regarding meal prep, cooking, and chores. So what I feel, okay, so my last apartment, especially, I always felt like I was so overwhelmed with the amount of housework that I had to do because it was like a bigger apartment, which never in my life will I have that much space for no fucking reason again, because it just was too much. And I know that sounds like, I can't believe you're complaining about that. It was too much. It was too overwhelming, too much for me to take care of. Um, but what I would do then was I would have a schedule where like Monday I would clean the bath, I would deep clean the bathroom. Tuesday I would do the kitchen. 
Wednesday, I would do whatever the bedroom, the closet, like kind of like make a schedule for yourself. And like what always, always helps me when it comes to cleaning is like having a time. Like I'm going to do this from 10 to 11. And then at 11, like I'm clocked out of work, I'm done. But from 10 to 11, I'm giving it my all. Like whatever it is, cleaning the shower or cleaning the bathroom. And then it doesn't feel like such a chore where it's like, oh, you kind of like just need to do the first, like once you get into it, you'll feel good about it. Um, but I always need that little push like, OK, I'll be done with this in an hour, but usually even less like, you know, so that's that. And I think um, I'm trying to think of like a when it comes to cooking, like I cook a lot. I really do. I always am. I order sometimes like I'll order food in if I don't have groceries or something, but I do a grocery shop once a week, um, get everything that I need and kind of like prepare, like I'll chop a bunch of veggies. I'll make like little things to have in the fridge so that I could just grab it. Um, and that's really helpful for me. So I'm trying to think of like an example Maybe if you just, you could do like a, what would it be? Like a, write out a schedule of what you're going to eat. Like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. This is what I'm eating for dinner these days. This is what I'm going to bring for lunch to work the next day or whatever. That way you feel like um, it's not too much. And then when you write out what you're going to make, make your grocery list and prep it even like freeze stuff. Like I always have a bunch of shit frozen in my, in my freezer because I'm like, I'm going to eat this one day. And then I do, but I think prepping is, is a good way to do it. And always chopping it, wash everything. When you first get home, like I always have to wash my vegetables when I first get home. So if I put them in the fridge, I'm never taking them back out. I need to wash them and, and like chop them or have them like ready on hand. Otherwise they just like rot. Um, oh my God. One of my boyfriends just texted me. Stop. He's freaking obsessed with me. Um, but yeah. And girl, you got to just tell him that you need, tell him that he needs to do certain things. Hey, take out the garbage this day. Hey, do this, this, and that. Hey, I don't want to eat takeout. That's also something like you're going to end up resenting him. So it's like, who, what's the better scenario? If it were me, I would just go, listen, this is what I need from you. And you could kiss my fucking ass if you're not doing it. Because I can't be doing that. That gets old real quick. I've been in relationships with people where I'm doing all of the shit. I'm cooking, I'm cleaning, which I do for myself regardless, but doing it for another person, there's nothing that boils my blood more when, when I'm not getting, and listen, I don't do things to get things back in return, but it needs to be 50, 50. It just has to. Otherwise, like what, what the hell am I getting cooking and cleaning and doing your laundry and fucking what? And I don't have a ring on my finger. So funny. No, because I'm cracking up at that. Cause it couldn't fucking be me. Mm -mm. no way anywho let me not you not get into that okay let's see this one says boyfriend from 15 years ago is back and he says he loves me 
Hey, Carly, I need your sage wisdom before I make a life altering decision. I was 21 and fresh off my first divorce when I met this guy who I'm now writing in about. He was so cute and confident with an I don't give a fuck attitude, always smiling, so fun to be around with Abercrombie hair. Oh my God, not Abercrombie hair. (gasps) Do you remember the guys on the Abercrombie bags? Stop. Gorgeous. The way that the girls would like have them like hung up in their bedroom sometimes. Like the Abercrombie bags. Like, oh, that's like the hottest guy I've ever seen in my life. Whatever happened to those guys? Where do you think they are now? Let's find them. Anywho, she says, Abercrombie here, and this might sound weird, but there was just something about his smell that really turns me on. It's not his cologne. It's just him. Just being around him always made me want to fall into his arms. Uh, how it started was at a club, we would all hang, we were all hanging out one night and I was walking past him in a tight hallway on my way back from the bathroom. And I don't know how it happened exactly, but like magnets, we ended up in a coat closet, (gasps) randomly making out. Oh my God. How scandalous. I've been sort of infatuated and in love with him ever since. And the quote, the coat closet example is how we've acted towards each other since then. The chemistry was just so strong. We were both dating other people at the time. So nothing exactly happened until a couple of years later when we first started dating each other exclusively. We broke up and got back together several times over the next 10 years and dated other people in between. Then six years ago, we were unofficially back on and I was flying from where I lived in LA back to my hometown where he still lived to be with him. He got in some trouble and had to go to prison for a few months. Uh Uh-oh. For something stupid he did while drunk with his friends that he deeply regretted. I was very much in love with him. And at the time I was 32, feeling ready to get married again. I told him I would wait for him to serve his time. And he told me not to wait and that he didn't want us to be exclusive because he was dealing with so much in his life at the time, which I can understand in retrospect now, but it felt like a huge rejection for me in that moment. And I thought he didn't care about me like I did him. So I went on a date with another man and tried my best to forget about him. I found a random hot guy in a bar and we hit it off and I asked him to Uh, to be spontaneous and elope with me during our first date. (gasps) He, for some reason, agreed (gasps) and we went to Vegas, but it ended up turning into a five-year marriage. Oh my God. Instead of just some fun thing to cross off my bucket list, didn't think that went through, but we live and we learn. Oh, that's fun. You're fun. I love her. Okay. She says, so anyway, I finally just ended that second marriage last year with my ex who I'm writing it about very randomly texted me to see how I was doing and asked if he could call me. We ended up talking for almost five hours on Friday and the feelings all came back. He just today texted me and said that he loves me and is trying to meet. He said he was really hurt when he got out of prison and found out I was married. Oh, the poor thing. Please which breaks my heart because I didn't think he cared about me. Girl, of course he cared about you, but he can't make you feel bad for you finding someone while he was in prison when you told him you were going to wait for him to get out of prison and he told you not to. So I don't want you feeling bad about that. Okay, you did nothing wrong in the in the situation. She says, I do feel like he's my soulmate. And now that I've had some experience with husbands and know what doesn't work and what I need, I know he is not husband material. He's now 40, but still the exact same guy I described when I first met him back in his early 20s. He's laid back, not serious about anything and still acts like he doesn't give a fuck and loves getting fucked up with his friends. He lives with his dad. He's a musician in a band and his job is random gigs with his band, which is only like a few times a year. 
Um, the fact that he never changes is probably why I fall back in love with him each time we see each other, but I don't know if it's healthy for me to do this with him again. Um, from what he's saying, it sounds like he's finally ready to settle down and get married, but I mean, what am I supposed to do? Marry him and move in with him and his dad? Is he going to try and move in with me? Because that's not going to work. I supported the last guy and won't be going through that again. So I was thinking maybe I should tell him he needs a job in his own place before we could be together again, or should I just not even go back there? If I do decide to start talking to him again, I know that I will be immediately back in hot and heavy in love with him and attached, but because that's just how our relationship works. And I will most likely have husband number three in the books by the end of summer. Um, please take into consideration that I am not the most normal girly either. I have had a whole lot of questionable decisions in my life. So maybe this is a perfect match for me if he gets a job, but I'm wondering, um, I've attached photos here because you can see his personality from his smile and in his eyes. He's exactly the person that you see in the photos. He's cute, fun, great sense of humor, sweet and loving. Everybody who knows him just loves him. You can tell a lot about a person when you break up with them and you see their absolute worst side that you never even knew was possible. We've broken up so many times, but he's never once attacked my character or anything I've done or done anything purposefully hurtful to me. I love him. And in a world where you don't have to work and you could just drink wine and laugh and have sex all day and all night, I thought I would totally be with him. But since we don't live in that world, I don't really know what to do because honestly, I don't think he can ever change. Help me. Um, Let's see. Let's see these pictures. Okay. He's in the middle in the first one. This is him now. Let's see how he looks now. Hold on. He's cute. He is cute. Let me see the the way he used to look. Hold on. He's cute. He does. He he gives Abercrombie for sure. And then this is him. And she says this last picture is him from last night. And he's wearing sunglasses inside, which you know what that means. You know what that means. He's having a little too much fun over there. So I think if you really feel First of all, you need to be honest with yourself and maybe make a list of what you want in a person, in your ideal partner, write out a list of like, these are my non-negotiables, right? And be realistic and ask yourself if this person can give you those things where it stands right now. And then think of what he would need to do in order to be able to give you those things. And is he willing to do that? And is he willing to make those moves for you? Because if you're going to give him this ultimatum of like, listen, if you get your own place and you get a steady job, I could see us being together. That's all fine and good, but it's, you still are going to be waiting for him to do that. That's not an overnight process. So it's like, it, It sucks too, because a lot of times, like we meet people that are so special to us and we have this special connection, but sometimes they're just not good for us. And they might not be our person. They might not be our forever person. Um, but if you really feel like in your heart, like you want to give it a shot, I can't tell you not to do that. I would just say like, be realistic about your expectations, what you really want and need in your life and what you want for your future. Um, and can he give you that? Cause at this point, I don't think he can, you know, 
he's got to get his shit together. He needs a regular job. He needs to have his own place. You know, I, I understand where you're coming from, where it's like, you have this connection with him. It's undeniable. Right. But, and he's never done anything really to hurt you. So I understand why you still kind of like have a a soft spot in your heart for him, but unfortunately not everybody we have these connections with is, is meant to be with us forever, you know, but if you want to give him, if you want to give him a shot, say, listen, I need you to have your own place for X amount of months and have a steady job before we could be together. Cause you can't be supporting him, you know? that that we can't be doing you see this yeah he's cute I mean I I totally um understand the the thought of like oh you know we we're always hopeful and just as women I think inherently we go I can fix it I can change it we have this like nurturing aspect to us where we kind of want to like help somebody and we want them to be the best version of themselves because we see potential in anyone, but it's like, you have to take care of yourself and worry about yourself, you know? And if he's going to make a grand gesture, if he's going to go above and beyond and get a job and get an apartment and then be in a position where he would be that partner for you, then that's one thing. But if you can't just be, he's just going to drag you down if, if he's not going to do that. Um. Let's see. And keep us posted on that, please. This one says 10 years over. Hello, Carly the Cutie. Oh, I like that name. Thank you. I just love you so much, girly pop. Well, I love you too. Thanks so much. Please give the pretty kitties a big smooch for me. I'm so thankful for your podcast and listening to you truly brightens my day. I love laughing along with you. Oh, thank you. And I appreciate you guys so much. Uh, I want to start off by saying this is going to be a lot to unpack. So apologies in advance if it's messy or if I leave something important out. About two months ago, my boyfriend of 10 years out of nowhere broke up with me. We're both 26 years old. We met in high school. He's basically the only man I've ever been with since I was 15 years old. And same with same for him with me. It was completely devastating and pretty out of the blue. I can't lie and say our relationship was perfect, but whose is? We typically had issues Um, but nothing concerning and nothing I would ever think would be the end of our lives together. Uh, after weeks of us going back and forth, trying to make things worse, uh, I'm sorry, trying to make things work, Jesus, all on my end, he wouldn't consider any of it. And he said, he just wants to be happy and doesn't want to be in this relationship any longer. I was really like, excuse me. But until a couple of weeks ago, I thought I did make you happy. He wouldn't even consider couples therapy. The whole thing has been a complete slap in the face. He told me that he had been feeling like this for a long time, even before we got this house, which is so extremely upsetting. He did not communicate those feelings to me. I like to think if we had been in a If he had been a better communicator, things would be different right now, but communication has always been a struggle for him. Okay. I already know where this is going and I hate it. Okay. She says, also during one of the conversations we had the week after he initially told me he wanted to break up, I found out that there was a girl at work. I knew it. I knew it that he was talking to and 
after we officially broke up, I learned that they had slept together the week that we had officially broke up. Oh, I knew it. Let me also tell you that late last year, we purchased a home together, a very nice new home. So we have a mess of things to sort out and all of which he's leaving me up to decide. So it's been about two months now and we're still living in the same house. No. And we're trying to figure things out. No. Uh, It's still difficult for me to understand this new reality, even though I truly thought that this was the man for me after having so many conversations about our future and having kids together and everything else. Also, just a couple of months ago, we were having some more serious conversations about having kids soon and getting married. So all of this is just not making sense to me. It's been hard not to speak to somebody that you used to speak to every day and you wake up alone and do things alone. I've been trying my best to move forward. I acknowledge how bad he has hurt me. And I know in my head that I deserve better than somebody who would throw away this life that we've built together. Girl, you're making me want to cry. This is so fucking, I I feel so bad for you. And I'm not sure that I would be able to, uh, I'm sorry. And someone who would cheat on me, but in my heart, if he asked me to work things out in the future, I'm not sure that I would be able to say no. It's been 10 years and we've built this incredible life together that I would want to repair it, but only if he's willing. Again, I know I deserve better than this, but I can't get out of the feeling that I want to make things work. I keep wanting to speak with him about my feelings and... When I see him in our house, I know it just isn't right, but I feel like it might be necessary for my healing process. Then again, it may hurt more because I don't think he reciprocates any of the feelings that I'm going through. Your girl hasn't been eating. I'm barely sleeping and it's pretty much just surviving day by day. I want your advice on moving on from this situation. I'm working to figure out what to do with our house and it's still a lot by itself. It's also been very hard to live together still. And I anticipate having to live together for at least a few more months. Also, I'm sorry to say, but we are in the same room together. I could feel the sexual tension. I can say this for sure. The man is still attracted to me. The thought of putting myself back out there absolutely terrifies me. Looking for a new man and going on dates, ew. I'm a long way from that, but I've always been a serious settle down type of girl. I hope this finds its way to you and I appreciate any words of wisdom. Sorry if it's all over the place, but that's my life nowadays. I've included some pictures um, of the house and my babies and us. Let's see. Girl. Oh my God, your cats and dogs are so cute. Wow, your cats and dogs are so cute. Not so much the man. Not so much the man. I'm sorry. I'm not going to say another bad word about him, but please. Um, okay. So if it's me, I would not be under the same roof as him. I would do whatever I need to do. I would go stay with my parents. I would go stay with a friend or anybody else. And like, to me, let him deal with the fucking house. Let him deal with it. He's the one that wanted this. He's the one that steered you in this direction where you guys bought the house in the first place. Then he's going to randomly out of nowhere, out of the blue end this relationship and not even give you the decency and respect to hear you out. It's bullshit. And he's over there at freaking Kinko's or wherever the hell he works. God knows where he works with some girl, please, please. I know that, you know, you deserve better, but I think that the, 
these types of situations are very difficult because we not only like, not only are you heartbroken and you're mourning the future that you have in your head, right? You're, you're mourning what you thought your life was going to be, but you're also insecure now because you're insecure with, of him in the first place, because he did this out of the blue and you're insecure because now you're comparing yourself and, and thinking about the girl that he works with or thinking about who else he could possibly be talking to. You will never, if he came to you right now and said, let's work this out. Right. I, I don't know this for a fact, but if it were me, I would never, if I said, okay, yeah, we'll give it one more shot. I'd never ever in my life be able to sleep at night without wondering what the fuck he's up to or who he's talking to or what's going on at work or anything. I would just never get over it. And you deserve to be with somebody that doesn't make you feel that way. It's really just as simple as that. So at some point we have to go like, do we love them? Yes. And sometimes when we love somebody, we kind of compromise our own integrity, but you have to have more love for yourself and more respect for yourself than that. And I would get the fuck out of the house. I would say you buy me out uh, and that's it. And only, only talk to me if it's about you giving me a fucking check because it couldn't be me. I'm not living. I, I, I could never. Um, you have to keep us posted on that. And you're, you're better than him and you're stronger than this. And I know it sucks right now. I can't imagine what you're feeling and what you're going through, but like, you're going to be fine, but you have to make the right choices for yourself and don't fucking worry about him. Cause he's a clown. I'm looking at him right now. He might as well be wearing a, you know, a squeaky nose and a big, and a big rainbow wig. Cause he's a clown, you know, in a size 15 shoe. Um, oh, Jesus Christ. I really don't know where they get the audacity. And it's always guys that look like this too. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine that. Where the hell did you even get that audacity, sir? It's, it's guys that are so insecure and they take any fucking opportunity that they get. I was talking to my, um, friends about this the other night like when a woman is like say a woman is married or in a long-term relationship or whatever and you hear like oh she broke up with her boyfriend or her husband that she's getting a divorce whatever she just did some soul searching and she's unhappy and like she's following her heart and her guts telling her we're so much more intuitive and like when a man is like, yeah, I'm just unhappy. It's like, who's the girl? It's really just that fucking simple. And it's like, if that person meant enough to you that you would throw away what we've built together, then let her have him. That's it. She's his problem. Let her have him. He's fucking flaky. You know? Think about it too. Like someone once brought this up and and I really think it's such an important way to view relationships. Like, is that person going to be there for you when you guys get old and, and you need his help? You know what I'm saying? Like, who's going to take care of you when you get older? Like that's a, he, he, he's flaky. He's not going to be, he's flaking. 
Maybe I said that the wrong way, but you know what I'm talking about. A lifetime partner that's so in and out is not what we want. Sorry, I'm hitting my vape because you guys are stressing me the fuck out. <laughs> you guys are stressing me the hell out. Okay. Let's see. This one says, make these guys cry. I swear, you could tell it's the summer but when the emails start changing into this type of context. I'll tell you that much right now. Hi, hello, love you in the potty. And new Monday fam. I look forward to catching up with, uh, on my drive to work. Oh, cute. Oh, well, thank you so much for joining us. Love all the new secret keepers we're, we're getting. So I dated this guy during the pandemic and it started off really well, good connection, great sex, um, and overall just a great time around month five. He asked me to go on a trip with him and his family. This led me to the God awful. Well, what are we, what are you telling your family about me going on this trip? He proceeded to say, we're having a good time. Mm-mm. If a guy says to me, we're just having a good time, I'll make sure that his time is not, is not good. (laughs) He said, I'm not talking to anybody else, but I'm also not ready to commit to anything either. I know, I know um, that should have been it, especially with how long we have been doing this, but Hey, it was a free trip and I was down. The trip was great. And while on the trip, I took mental notes and realized that he wasn't really what I wanted in a partner. And the only thing keeping me around was the sex. We got back and I tried to fade it out, but he wouldn't let me constantly asking to hang out and suddenly doing boyfriend things. Um, but as our two thousands teen queen would say, it's just too little too late. Oh, shout out to Jojo. Shout out to Jojo. And I know that was a Jojo reference. I decided to end things with him and tell me why this man in parentheses, not too much emphasis on man started crying and telling me how much he wanted to be with me and how great our connection was. I had to turn away and let out a giggle. Cause what in the weird fuck? Oh, you're crazy. And you thought I'd stick around for the bullshit at your convenience. No, thank you. See, this is, I, I tell, I always tell you guys, this is how it works. I know that Uh, we don't want to play the game, but it's all a game. And we find somebody who shows us something real and sees our worth. I met my now live in boyfriend shortly after, and he's the best thing that's ever happened to me. Oh, cute. Uh, I knew he wanted to be with me a month in and he sealed the deal. So ladies, you're all so worth it. Never forget what you want at the end of the day and play these idiots since they want to waste our time. True. Trust me. The crying feels so good when it's coming from the other side. (laughs) I like her. I really like her. And you've done what you can. And now you're done. Um, hope this wasn't too long and you, and I hope it gave some type of push, um, for you to maybe fuck these guys literally and figuratively and make them cry when they realize they lost you. Cause trust me when I say you never lose out on a loser. That is such a good quote. And you're so right. Tat it on my ass, girl. You're a thousand percent right. You never lose out on a loser, girls. Hear that. Um, let's see. Okay. This one says a wishy-washy. We have a theme here this episode. A wishy-washy boyfriend and a would you rather. Hi, Carly. I freaking love you. I love you too. 
I'm writing in because I just listened to the new potty. It's Monday. And I noticed that a lot of listeners have been going through breakups similar to mine. I'm currently going through a really strange one. Have you ever lived with someone and known that you guys are going to break up at the end of the lease, but you kept living together, trying to get through it as best as you could. Is that a thing that people do? Or am I just a crazy person doing that? About three months ago, my boyfriend told me that he didn't enjoy living with me and wanted to try living separately, but still stay together. Took me a few days to come to terms with it, but I agreed. I immediately started looking for my own place and picked up a few other side hustles like any baddie bitch would do. I was trying to be supportive and really understanding of his unhappiness, but then about a month ago, he told me that the reason that he doesn't like living with me is because he needs peace and quiet. Oh, Jesus Christ. I would, you want to know what I would do if a guy said he needed peace and quiet? I would make sure that I was quiet for the rest of his life because he would never hear from me again. Couldn't be us. He said that I'm a little bit too emotional for him and that I'll never change. I cry a lot. Okay. And so does my cat. This made me sad for weeks. The whole time I was processing the news, girl, we need to cut him loose. He's got to go. He wasn't there for me and he was super cold towards me. I told him I lost my trust in the relationship and wanted to break up completely. Here we are a week from our lease ending and he's realizing how much he relies on me because he's a freaking man child and he now regrets saying all those things and wants us to stay together. Well, isn't that convenient? He wasn't sad about any of this until he started seeing what he would lose. But then again, men process emotions slower than women. I'm not even going to give him that excuse. He He can rot. And I'm sorry. I know you love him. I'm obviously really sad about this breakup, but my gut is telling me that if he can't love me unconditionally now, he never will. That is true. And you're going to end up be, you're going to end up resenting him because he's going to end up resenting you. And that is not a fun situation to be in, especially when you guys both live under the same roof together. Couldn't be me. Should I take a break from the relationship or should I just quit it all together? I just need some girlies to hype me up. Thank you. Kiss right on the lips. Um, and then she gives a, would you rather? So, okay. So if you really feel, I think you already know in your gut that he's not the one for you. That's what it seems like for me, you know? Um, but if you want to feel like you, you want to give it a another chance, I would say your lease is about to be up. You're going to get your own place. And if he wants to date you and start from square one, he could do that. But I wouldn't let him just like back into my life. I would make him like really work for it. Cause it's like, you don't really get to choose when you want to be with me when it's convenient for you, or if it's affecting your life negatively without caring about how it's affected me. I mean, I would probably just put the nail in the coffin, but if you feel like you want to give him another chance, I I just feel like you want to know what, sometimes things are just so simple as let's not be with somebody that makes us feel sad. You know, sometimes it's just as easy as that. So, okay, let's do this. Would you rather it says, would you rather have the perfect man, but a, when he sleeps, he sucks his thumb or B when he kisses, he keeps his eyes wide open. Ugh. When he sleeps, he sucks his thumb that I I could, you know, I would make fun of him for it, but I think it's doable. The kissing with the eyes open, it's giving Charles Manson, you know, and we don't, we don't like that. So 
Anywho, that's that you guys. I hope everyone has a wonderful week. I hope you all have a great week, a weekend and enjoy the sun. Keep the vibes up. Good vibes only. Get rid of these fucking clowns and these schmucks. Okay. Tell them to join the circuses in town over the summer. And we don't have time for that anymore. So I love you guys so much. Send questions to secretkeepersclub at gmail.com and I'll see you next week. Bye.